0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Open for Business is powered by Bospole.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, good morning. I'm Roshan Kanesan and welcome to Open for Business. Homegrown job solutions platform Quirk recently announced an investment from Artem Ventures that will power its growth into more industries that are primed to tap into the utilisation of gig workers to help them better optimise their manpower needs. Founded in 2017, Quirk allows freelancers and part-timers the freedom and independence to work, earn and learn on their own terms while simplifying workforce management for companies. Over the past six years, they've worked with over 100,000 gig workers, serving clients in 11 countries in Southeast Asia, some notable clients include Zolora, J&T Express, and Jackal, and they've paid over three million US dollars to their giggers over the time, while helping save up to sixty percent of operational costs for these businesses. In 2023 alone, Quirk has connected more than fifteen thousand individuals with companies throughout the region, and have clocked in close to two million working hours and spent over two hundred eighty thousand hours working with partners worldwide to upskill its giggers. On this episode of Open for Business, you will hear from Munam Munira. CEO and co-founder of Quirk, about how these newly raised funds will be utilized, their plans for growth, and how they will execute, as well as the origin story behind this startup. Munira, welcome to the show. How are you doing this morning?
1: Thank you, Roshan. I'm uh, I'm doing fine. I'm really happy to be here.
0: Great to have you with us. And I've noticed, I've spoken to a few uh, job solutions platforms this year. So I'm quite Mm -hmm. interested to hear what you have to say as well. It seems like a bit of a noisy environment right now. So let's see what kind of niche you're creating for yourself. But before we get into that, um, talk to us about what motivated you to, I guess, start this up and establish QWork. What was the thesis behind all this?
1: Right. Okay, Roshan, thank you for that question. So, Quirk started out actually um, when me um, and my founder, my co-founder, which is uh, my sister, Dr. Mimi. So, my background is uh, I studied accounting and finance and then I dabbled in uh, production, um, you know, uh, produced and uh, directed several documentaries and quite a number of random, random things. Um, My sister, on the other hand, uh, Dr. Mimi, was a lecturer in the university and um, she also has uh, an MBA from MIT um, mm-hmm. Sloan. Yeah. So, uh, so the thing is, uh, why we started Quirk was being in the production line of um, you know, filmmaking. There's kind of like a, actually a pattern of when we kind of like a, me and you know, my friends from the same industry, we needed the same manpower and we kind of like prefer also the same manpower. Yeah, so there's always like uh, this uh, bidding war that goes on certain times of the year. Yeah, you know, so the pain was that uh, the number of uh, resources or the people that are skilled enough uh, to do the job for you is uh, so small. And, um, you know, entry into the industry or uh, to verify your skills, that's uh, kind of like, a, you know, it's... a. Uh, it's uh, not managed very well. Mm-hmm. There's uh, no streamlining or anything like that. Yeah, so that was uh, the way I was looking at it. And uh, Mimi, Dr. Mimi, being a lecturer from the university, um, I think even to this day, so like uh, you correctly mentioned, uh, Roshan, you know, it's uh, it's been uh, six years um, that we've been around. You know, so um, um, we are still talking about graduate employability. Yeah. Yeah, especially Malaysian graduates, you know, so where is this going? So um, on the get-go, that was where uh, Mimi started saying like, uh, if only there is a solution that can help her students find jobs that are, um, you know, will help them pet their resumes earlier on. Um. Yeah, yeah. So... That was uh, where Mimi came from. And I i mean, my perspective or my angle is uh, the industry need. Yeah, So
0: so when you talk mm. about manpower in the film industry, this is yeah. really anything ranging from camera people to people who are setting up things for you. There's a lot of people that need to be on hand to help Correct. you do things, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very seasonal as well. Mm. Yeah. So during the hot season, suddenly, you know, the people you want may be working on other things. Yeah, yeah. And then from your sister's, your co-founder's perspective, mm. it was trying to support the students while they're studying, in that sense, to pad up their resumes. Yeah, yeah. So, so who is the target market, I guess, for the... Uh, yeah. I guess when you started it, mm. talk to us about the niche that you were looking at. Was it specifically right. students and the movie industry? And yeah. then did that expand over time?
1: Right, yeah. Okay, so um, when we started out, we also, you know, like um, uh, socialising the idea with, um, uh, you know, friends and family we kind of like arrived at having a platform for anyone to hire uh, for anything that they need. You know, so, um <laughs> we started out um actually Quirk, uh, you know, the name of the company is uh, Odd Technologies. Yeah, so, when we started out, we called the platform Odd Jobs. Okay. For that specific reason, you know, so, the, things, the types of uh, job postings that we had then was, uh, you know, like a babysitting gig uh, to a gaffer you know for a project Mm. um, and um, some (laughs) someone also posted uh, assistance to um, I mean they need someone to do their assignments in the university you know so (laughs) quite a neglected mix of uh, jobs yeah so uh, that was uh, where we started and of course um, you know the journey I think uh, every entrepreneur would be able to um, you know relate to this it's like a the journey towards uh, what you're doing now, and the fact that it's still there, is because it's been through like hundreds or millions of uh, iterations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: Um, so the the platform started off as odd jobs. Now it's known as Quirk. Yeah. Talk to us about the rationale behind that rebranding.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. So odd jobs. I um, think uh, that was not where we were heading. You know. So one of the pain points that we saw. I mean. Um, of course there was the problem that we were trying to solve the problems that essentially my co-founder and I were experiencing right Uh, but um, you know we started going for um, career fairs and trade shows and things like that and you have people coming up to us you know like uh, I need somebody to help me with uh, you know to work in my toy uh, manufacturing company Mm. for example you know so it can be something as a Uh, as strange as that and the pain then was that okay you have all of these jobs and you have all of these people who are taking this up but ultimately uh, something that is uh, cannot be seen or not really spoken of actually is turn up and reliability that is actually the underlying pain that most business owners or employers feel because at the end of the day um, I mean You, uh, Roshan, you mentioned uh, some of the clients that we serve, right? So the clients that we serve, essentially, why they are big is because they are reliable. They could um, deliver what is promised, right? So what that means is, especially certain times of the year, they need a certain set of um, extra hands or skills. They need someone or, you know, a partner that's able to deliver all of that reliability and um, you know matching of the skills being like a pivotal most important thing yeah to have, so yeah.
0: essentially quality assurance of the first and foremost your demand and supply on the platform yes. for you to have employers on the platform you need to have quality employees or uh, workforce there so that's the that's supply correct. side and the key one is going to be I guess yeah as you mentioned reliability so mm. what are you doing on your end to ensure that you're bringing reliable and uh and consistent uh, employees or potential employees onto your platform, so that employees aren't you know caught out last minute.
1: Yep. Yep. Right. Okay. So um, on Quirk, um, I mean the Quirk you know today, we work with a lot of uh, strategic partners. Yeah. So um, our strategic partners uh, vary from uh, institutions of higher learning to corporate. We also have uh, banks that are um, part of our um strategic partner yeah so that's uh, one of the ways that we uh, kind of like um, use to help with the reliability part and also uh, the thing is uh, what we must understand is uh, the space that we're in you know so Quirk is a platform essentially you know so um, although we are like a community based um, gig community that's what we put um, ourselves out as but ultimately it's just a platform. Yeah, so reliability at the end of the day is keeping it warm, engagement. Something needs to be there. It's always buzzing. You know, there's always activities or um, something that um, they expect. Yeah, so for us, what that means is to really understand key stakeholders and what it means for them to, I mean, the value that they seek, that we are able to give such that they remain, um, It's a, it becomes really sticky. Yeah, so... Um, Just to share with you, Roshan, um, the LTV of our uh, gig workers is actually about three years, you Mm -hmm. know, so um, benchmark against industry standards is actually quite high. Yeah, so... I mean, we're very, we're very proud of that. So just for sharing, yeah.
0: <laughs> and I guess that helps with uh, with concerns over whether these workers are reliable, whether they'll stay on the platform, exactly. that sort of Absolutely, thing. Absolutely, yeah. now we've got to go into a few messages. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about when you knew you had product market fit, uh, the demographics of this platform, and what makes you stand out from all the other players in the space. Folks, I've been speaking with Muna Munira. She's the CEO and co-founder of job solutions platform Quirk. I'm Roshan Karnison. We'll be back here on Open for Business in. Just a bit So keep it here To BFM 89.9 The Business Station Open for Business Will reopen in a few moments Powered by Bossbole.com Malaysia's first Online Company Secretary Begin Free Malaysia BFM 89.9 The Business Station Open for Business Is powered by Bossbole.com Malaysia's first Online Company Secretary BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Roshan Kanisson, and this morning I've been speaking with Muna Munira. She's the CEO and co-founder of job solutions platform Quirk. Now, Muna, earlier you gave us a little bit of a sense for what took you down this path and the thesis behind this business. Mm-hmm. Um, and you started this out with your sister, trying to address, I guess, two different areas but eventually merging into one general solution. Yeah. Um, six years in, I'm pretty sure you found your product market fit. But talk to us, I yeah. guess. Uh, the journey of finding it, and when you knew you had achieved it?
1: Right. Okay. So product market fit is uh, always a pet peeve. (laughs) You know, so one of the questions I get asked the most, uh, especially with um, budding entrepreneurs, uh, we do a lot of engagements with universities. Yeah. So how do you know when there is a match? Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like asking people that, how do you know that you're in love with something? <laughs> you know, ultimately, that's what it means for me. Yeah, yeah. So viability of a business ultimately is monetization. Yeah. Like it or not, it sounds cut and dry. Of course, uh, there's a lot of passion that goes into it, but ultimately, it's a, you know, it has to make money. Yeah. So, um, the thing is, uh, the again, reflecting on the iterations that took place. Yeah. You know. So definitely talk about stumbling blocks. So many you learn, you know, so you stumble, you learn, you get up again and uh, those improvements uh, kick in, yeah. So, ultimately, w- how we arrived at the uh, reliability was also because we saw like, okay, so, um, you know, building a platform for job advertisements, there are so many, yeah. like you just mentioned, you know, these are, um, I like it or not, it's painful not as it is Yeah. Right. for me to swallow. Um, ultimately, the job market is... Uh, So many platforms out there. Yeah. So what sets us apart actually is that we are not a, we're not a marketplace. Yeah. So Quirk is very much a closed up, you know, so everything is predefined. We have um, our own algorithm that does not only match you to the skills that we verified from our GIGAS, number one. Number two is that we ensure that GIGAS are paid market price. Ultimately, for business owners, uh, I hope uh, those who are listening in um, into this uh, show is that if you hire giggers, um, some of our employers see savings of up to sixty percent of opex. Yeah. So what that means, especially in the world that we live in today, in this um, you know in the current economic situation, that means a lot for business owners. You know. So ultimately, the last thing you want to do is to close shop. Yeah. But what does that mean? That means um you know, like uh, prioritising resources. How do you prioritise resources? Some resources could be, um, you know, like uh, you don't need these resources full-time. Yeah. Yeah, so ultimately on Quirk, you hire based on specific needs and there is a time frame. Yeah, and, um, you know, so, um, and at the same time, one of the pain uh, that we saw also is especially if we're talking to small uh, SMEs like ourselves, you know. So the thing is, uh, to attract talent that are good enough for you, usually would come with a big price tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we do on Quirk is ultimately enabling or democratizing the um, space where you, you're a, um, you're an SME, you could also afford to have these uh, very high skilled individuals. Because they are working for you just for a particular project and it's very much um, managed already on the platform itself.
0: Yeah, so you're essentially... What, that 60% number you quoted that mm. to break it down is essentially because it's essentially on the back of people not, being, not having to hire people full-time, correct? Yeah, yeah. So you hire as and when you need on a project basis, seasonal basis, for example, and for the skill sets you need for that. So it's on-demand hiring uh, based on needs. Yes. So you don't have to have idle capacity on hand.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. And Uh, uh, sorry, Roshan, but hmm. um, what's uh, also, I think, um, you know, important for um, business owners to know, and uh, also, I mean, one of the pains that business owners um, experience also is... uh, hiring new people ultimately is a cost Mm -hmm. because there's a cost of not only um, acquisition where you put in um, job adverts and things like that, but also, um, uh, you know, training cost. Yeah. So that is another thing uh, that we try to, I mean, uh, curb on quirk, you know, such that you have this pool of talent that has um, experiences that are relevant to what you do to your business or um, you've trained before you know so the idea is that you can hire them again in another time hence savings on uh, training and acquisition yeah so uh, that's part of the 60% actually yeah
0: because talent retention the cost of hiring retraining that also comes into it yeah correct Uh, and then Do you, I guess, uh, importantly enough, as part of that quality assurance and make sure you get the right talent for your business, is there a scoring mechanism or do we have to just implicitly trust that the algorithm knows what we need?
1: Yeah, okay. So verification actually is done on multiple levels on Quirk. So first of all, of course, um, um, you know, anyone who downloads the app, you'll be able to put in all of the skill sets that you have. But what that means is um, first level is we'll give you a test depends on what are the skills that you have. And the types of um, your interest is skewed towards using those skills or not. So, for example, if you say that you have PHP, you can do .NET. You know, you're a developer. So, what are the types of projects? If you've done any, we'll verify that first. And we'll give you a small little test in the beginning. And um, if you pass that, you will be able to take up gigs that are uh, entry-level using those skills but to level up what we will need to see is a bit more of that such that we can kind of like a uh, give employers uh, an assurance up, up to like a uh, 80% nothing if uh, nothing more than that at least 80% you know that this person is uh, correct and would be able to um, you know deliver the project you need.
0: As part of your growth drivers going forward, one of yeah. the things you noted, and this has been noted in the press releases as well, right. is that you're looking at different industries to mm. expand it dif- into different industries. Currently, what are the what industries are you uh, most prominent on the platform?
1: Right. Okay. So we are big uh, actually in uh, uh, logistics, warehousing, manufacturing, and um, IT tech. Yeah, and retail actually. Yeah. So these are like a... The key places mm-hmm. where we're at at the moment, yeah. But um, the uh, the thing is, um, one of the um, one of the things that every businesses have, there are common, um, you know, common denominators with every businesses. For example, certain functions of the company um, skewed a bit different for different industry, yeah. But ultimately, it's um, almost the same thing, yeah. So um, expanding the industries that we offer on Quirk what it allows um, us to do is actually to target the different countries these are uh, the sectors or the industries that is experiencing most pain Mm -hmm. that is addressable by our solution so uh, that's how we look at um, growth um, industry growth or expansion.
0: We'll talk a little bit more about growth after the, the news bulletin. Uh, right now, though, we've touched a little bit on demographics in terms of the industries you focus on. So, uh, Muna, before we go into the break, talk to us a little bit about your user base. The What are the demographics currently? And some of the behaviours you're seeing, things like average job tenure, the typical jobs that are being hired for, that sort of thing.
1: Right. Okay. So, um, the demographic on Quirk, the largest demographic uh, is uh, between... Um, people ages between twenty three to thirty five ish. Yeah, so uh, they form the largest one, and uh, most of them are still coming from the Klang Valley area. But we have um, we uh, sign-ups actually from all around the world. Mm. Yeah, you know, so wherever that uh, the app can be downloaded and, um, you know, we hope to soon uh, be able to also um, solve their problems. Yeah, so job tenure really depends on the types of gigs that they have and the schedule of the giggers. Yeah, so, um, uh, you know, managing expectations of uh, employers as well. These are not full-time workers. These are gig workers. Yeah, so... Um, But on average, they stay active. Active, our definition of active is at least one or two touch points within the month. Yeah, so they stay active for about three years. Yeah, so what we've seen, the behavior is um, uh, some of uh, when we started out, especially back in 2017, there was a lot more of um, uh, students or people who just uh, completed their SPM. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, so usually the point of exit For females uh, is usually about 23, 24, especially if uh, they have, uh, you know, completed their higher education and um, getting married and things like that. So uh, that's kind of like where they want to place themselves, you know, like uh, outside of the marketplace. But usually males would stay on for up till um, 35 or they go off um, for, I mean, they, they are active for about three years and then they there's a lull moment of uh, six months to one year and then they come back on, yeah, so.
0: It's a very project-based, uh, seasonal, like we mentioned earlier. So yes. the, various, the tenures can vary, mm. but this is, again, for temporary work, not for full-time employment, correct? correct. Uh, Muna, we're jumping into the news bulletin right now, so stick around, don't run away just yet. Folks, I've been speaking with Muna Munira. She's the CEO and co-founder of job solutions platform Quirk. I'm Roshan Karnison. We've got the 10.30 a.m. news bulletin coming up now. Uh, you're listening to Open for Business. Keep it here to BFM point. 9 The Business Station Open for Business will reopen in a few moments powered by bospoly.com Malaysia's first online company secretary Budding Fresh Ministers BFM 89.9 The Business Station Open for Business is powered by bospoly.com Malaysia's first online company secretary BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Roshan Kanisson, and this morning I'm speaking with Muna Munira, the CEO and co-founder of job solutions platform Quirk. Uh, Muna, earlier we got into uh, again the thesis behind all this, the kind of the nature of this is temporary work and the, there are a few industries you focus on, logistics, manufacturing, retail being some of those areas and, and we talked as well a little bit about the product market fit journey. Now one interesting thing you mentioned earlier of course that the, the product market fit journey ultimately comes down to monetization, right? So, talk to us about that, about how you monetize the platform and what is the business model today? Is it like the other platforms you see online where it's about listing and advertising fees or does the model differ?
1: You're right. Okay. So, that's a very good question. So, um, since we're not a marketplace, um, how we charge uh, uh, employers or businesses is uh, we take care of the workers' uh, salary. And there is a service fee on top of that. Yeah, so that's uh, that's a portion that we take.
0: Yeah. So your take rate is from the worker's salary. Is that correct? Right?
1: Um, nope. There is uh, an upcharge from the worker's salary on top of the worker's salary.
0: Yeah. Right, because when. Right, so you are charging a premium on top of the stated yes, rate correct. so that is your take rate that you basically take from the employer from the employer who's yes, providing that correct yep. uh, and then you have a service fee who who pays for the service fee uh,
1: the employer pays for the service fee
0: are you looking at other ways to improve the monetization of this or to leverage your user base to tap into other ways to generate revenue
1: yep right so um, there are plans for other um, products at the moment but um, you know we're still um, we're still gonna test it out, uh, run our usual uh, FGDs and things like that. Yeah, so at the moment, uh, that is what works. Because ultimately, what we are doing is um, think of it as if you're a small business owner, you don't have a HR to take care of your staff. Yeah, you know, and you don't need to. So the thing that is um I, uh, one of the uh, problems that we solve, especially for small business owners, are that. HR policies in Malaysia. So Malaysia is a very, very colorful country, um, you know, in every sense. So um, taking care of your legal needs, especially when it comes to HR, which is very, very important, mm-hmm. is soft by us. Yeah. So because um, you know we're uh, we we know what is latest, and we take care of governance for you, such that you know you're not stepping um, on any toes or not doing anything wrong. Yeah, so.
0: so it's the long-term trajectory, HR as a service for small business owners?
1: Yeah, okay. So, I mean, for small business owners, so uh, there's no uh, specifically what it is used for, but the way that we see it and the community that we are building ultimately is uh, we see, especially in Southeast Asia, there are a lot of informal workers. Yeah, you know, so Southeast Asia compared to the rest of the world, has got some of the highest number of informal workers. Yeah, so uh, the reason that we have informal workers is because, um, you know, ultimately is because employers are, uh, you know, you're not willing to, you cannot afford or you do not need to hire people full-time. But Mm -hmm. um, on the, I mean, that's kind of like on the upside, you know, that you have this uh, sort of a solution that is available for you. But on the downside, what that means is that there is also a very, um, you know, this uh, pool of informal workers usually is not covered by social security. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of like a where the the sweet spot that we're in at the moment. Yeah. So
0: you take care of the social security needs?
1: Yes, we take care of the social security needs. And um, well, you know, what does that look like on your end? Uh,
0: are we talking about SOCSO EPF? What are you doing?
1: Uh, yeah, so, I mean... Um, since 2022, government has um, announced, um, you know, you can contribute on your own with isara and, and things like that. But moving forward, this is kind of like a, where we are studying the space where this comes in, you know, because ultimately where Quirk is moving is we are a gig community. Mm-hmm. So we take care of our own. Yeah. So what that mm-hmm. means is career path trajectory, the trajectory is all there. And, um, you know, we want to be sustainable. We want to create sustainability for everybody, you know. So there's um ultimately for me personally, being a co-founder is like a there's a place for everybody. You kind of like need to put them in the right spot and let them thrive there. You know, so it's like a, mm. I don't know. Uh, for us at least.
0: So just to just to, for clarification, right yeah. now there's no is there any facilitation for EPF benefits as in are you helping uh, on that end or is that something you're looking into for EPF, Sokso, that sort of thing?
1: Yeah. So, at the moment, we do not assist because we are, again, a platform. Yeah. But what we do is on behalf of EPF and so being our partners as well, is we inform our gig workers that there is this uh, opportunity for you to set aside for your There's an awareness social... component. Yeah. Okay. Social security and uh, what that means for you. So, um, last year there was a special incentive that was, um, provided by, um, Perkeso, mm-hmm. by Sokso, for gig workers, uh, mm-hmm. specifically, yeah, so.
0: Now, uh, we mentioned earlier, over the past six years, you've worked with over 100,000 gig workers. In 2023 alone, that's about 15,000 individuals. Um, how is that all translated into revenue? What is annual revenue generation like today?
1: Right, yeah, okay, so, um, we're like a six, seven fig- eight figures, yeah.
0: So six-figure going to seven.
1: Yeah, six figures going to seven.
0: And you've raised money now from uh, Tim Ventures or TIN Ventures under. Artem Ventures that's yeah. the joint uh, the work between FWD and Artem Ventures yeah. uh, you've got a lot of aspirations for this funding including growing from urban to rural areas growing into other countries including Vietnam and Thailand as well uh, talk to us about the execution and go-to-market strategy for all these aspirations
1: right yeah okay so we are uh, so the um, we've just uh, closed our um, funding round with uh, Artem Ventures and uh we are also backed by some angel investors. So essentially the investors that we have on Quirk are not just the monetary investors, these are strategic investors, you know. So the input and the part of growth is also through um, the opportunities that they can provide for us, yeah. So that's... uh,
0: But what's the go-to market strategy for those things, right? You want to go, you want to expand overseas, you want to expand from urban to rural. How are you going to do that?
1: Yeah. Okay. So um, immediately, actually, what we're trying to do is uh, this round of funding is we're going to raise for next year. So this round for this year, what we're doing actually is really to focus on growing it as a platform, what that means is to improve our algorithms, our AI, to really understand what are the behaviours because ultimately, product-to-market fit is where you are going, what the market needs and what are the resources or the gaps that you want to close and what is needed. So that's uh, that's the problem that we're going to solve. You know, So the focus is very much on our tech.
0: So the tech first, the yep. expansion into the rural, the overseas, uh, yeah. will be only next year.
1: Yeah, so, um, work, I mean, expansion into rural and overseas, we work with a lot of uh, strategic partners. Yeah, so strategic partners with already footprints there. Yeah, so the idea is, again, um, uh, you know, being uh, very careful with uh, funding and, um, you know, also managing expectations because ultimately, this is still A-B testing, mm-hmm. right? So this is, uh, again, another product market fit. With every new market or every new industry, you're testing out again, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, working with strategic partners that allows us to, like, a test bed to test out. Is this is this correct? So, of course, we have mm. some insights that we we're going to test out. Yeah.
0: Uh, who are these strategic partners? Uh, like, are they are they employers there? Are they plat- other platforms? Give us a sense for that.
1: Yeah. So, one of our strategic partners, um, the one that we're. Um, um, would be able to assist us at least with a uh, rural, um, area take-ups is, um uh, number one, being one, and, um, also NGOs that we work with. Yeah. So, uh, so there's, uh, currently there's also, uh, quite a number of, um, um, problems with, uh, hiring, you know, like a human, uh, human trafficking ring mm. and things like that. Yeah. So that's where, uh, that's also the reason why we work with NGOs and, um, You know Scrutinise the different uh, Employers And the gigs That we have on work So again It's a very controlled environment Yeah
0: Um, What are you expecting In terms of revenue growth Going forward?
1: Mm, Okay Yeah So Going forward is um, You know I think uh, As I mentioned earlier Right now We're at six figures Mm -hmm. Going forward um, Projected is seven uh, For the next year And hopefully
0: So uh, that's uh, 2x growth?
1: Um. Yeah, two, two, a bit more than two, you can mm. say about three.
0: Okay. Yeah, And what are your, well, give us a sense for the gross margins in this business and whether you're, you know, and the path to profitability.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, part of expansion is always uh, you are already profitable, but um, as you expand, kind of like uh, the graph goes down a bit because there's a lot more that is, uh, again, it's very experimental and um, expansion means uh, more uh, hit count and, uh more expenditure. Yep. So path to profitability, the way that we look at it at the at the rate that we're running um, should be another uh hopefully one to two years. Uh not not very long actually.
0: Yeah. And a sense for the margins of the business?
1: The margins of the business is um ours is actually quite standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: are we are we talking about high su- single digits, low double digits or is it
1: Yeah, the- okay. So it's um mid double digit. Mm. Yeah.
0: Uh, and to wrap up this conversation uh, Muna tell us a little bit about you know um, so you've raised money from our term. I'm sure you're going to be raising more money going forward mm-hmm. in terms of for your growth. And we'll talk about that uh, the, when those things are announced. Yeah. Um, but give us a sense for, I guess, what you think, you know, you've been doing this for seven years now. Average, you know, exit time is about eight years. Earlier this year, we saw Better Place acquiring troopers. Yep. So M&A is already happening. It's been happening quite a bit uh, here and there. Yep. What do you see as the exit strategy for this business in the longer term? Are you looking at an IPO? Are you looking at an M&A? Um, yeah. currently what do you what is the sense for that
1: right right okay so uh, currently actually what we are looking at is uh, hopefully an IPO mm-hmm. and not to be we're not gonna exit soon you know so the thing is uh, we're in it for the long game mm-hmm. and um, yeah so there's there's still a lot more and we're still um, uh, you know uh, for me the thing is uh, six seven years it feels like it's a very long time but it feels like it's only yesterday so many things (laughs) that hasn't been done yeah you know and with the um, world changing uh, quite rapidly you know uh, COVID has escalated that, and we're still struggling to kind of like uh, pace uh, keep up with the pace of the changes that was uh, Mm -hmm. that that has happened yeah so the aim is for IPO of course things can change at this current moment ATM (laughs) in this chair with you speaking to you Roshan uh, that's the plan
0: uh, thank you so much for your time
1: yeah Thank you so much.
0: Folks, I've been speaking with Muna Munirashi, She's the CEO and co-founder of Job Solutions Platform, Quirk. I'm Roshan Kanesan. You've been listening to Open for Business. Keep it here to BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Are you open for business? Register your company with Bospoli.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind,